Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17. This is part two of our interview with Emily of Solar Sister Tarot. We talked last episode, episode 15, all about how Emily got started on her tarot reading journey and a little bit about her past. And we left it on a cliffhanger last week um, where I had asked Emily if she has ever connected to any of her spirit guides. And this is the continuation to that chat. Um, we were wondering, so last week and the week before, we talked a lot about spirit guides. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I know you just talked about like maybe like somebody <laughs> popping on in and we know that you're such an intuitive reader. So I know this might be a little off topic, but do you have any experience with that? Like, have you ever connected or connected to somebody yeah. else or anything like that? Yeah. In okay, so, so I went I went to um, a psychic medium who I used to go to college with and we were both actors. Oh, okay. um, and yeah I, I met cool. her through college she always told me I was like an intuitive as well she was like you have psychic abilities for sure and I went around to her house and she was telling me of who who my spirit guides um were she said one of them was just like a, a bright light of like pure white energy like you just you couldn't even see who they were because they were just so like the mm -hmm. light was just blinding. blinding um and I think one was um, a Native American uh, man. Um, and then she said, I had two children that run around me all the time and they're really, really happy all the time. Um, but when I get upset or angry, they, they just run away. So she was like, you've got three guides, <laughs> well, four guides, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, so she told me specifically oh. who they were, which was great. Um, and then I did like, do you ever see like one of those um, like YouTube, um, like like meditation things where you like meet your spirit guide? Oh, yeah. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, I'll give it a go. Cause I've seen a, a few people do it on TikTok and like, it looked quite interesting. I was like, well, let's, let's see what happens. Um, so I did this, this meditation as we're going to sleep and like, it was very gradual and it was like, you're walking down some stairs and you're walking into this beautiful garden. And when you get to the center of this beautiful garden, there is your spirit guide standing right in front of you. And I was expecting it to be one of these people that I'd been told, um, you know, these are your guides. Um, and it was actually um, my mom. So my mom Aww. passed away in 2015. Um, and I always believe that she was, she's with me like 100% of the time. Like she's so, she's oh, always so interested yeah. in this stuff. Like she she always kept incense around she was very like crystal she had literally millions of crystals like all around mm -hmm. the house so interesting in spirits and stuff like that and she always told me she was like you 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 know you've got a gift you're definitely like into this stuff and like you could you could definitely be a medium and I was like yeah yeah maybe one day maybe one day and I know that like she would be obsessed with me doing tarot like she'd be like read my tarot cards all the yeah. time so when she was in that meditation I was like oh okay so you're one of them too or like have you taken someone's place or whatever but she was the the person that was there in the meditation it was just so lovely and I remember just waking up feeling so like calm and centered and like 
yeah, yeah. it was just really beautiful so oh. that's my kind of my experience with spirit guides but I, I I haven't had any kind of specific visions apart from from that guided yeah. meditation gosh yeah. well and of course mum would be one of your spirit I mean it just like yeah and it reminds me of when we <sighs> talked about how we can have our past loved ones pop in you know, and they probably wouldn't be the ones that were there for life, obviously, because they were here mm. in our life, but they could pop in. And, you know, my dad is one for me as well in spirit um, mm. that pops in to help. And specifically, I feel like pops in to help with this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I intuitively feel like your mom pops in to help you with this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I knew you were going to say your mom too, as soon as you started talking about going down the stairs, but I listened to something like that too. Um, I've never done that one but maybe it's like from the same series or the same person, because I Mm. listened to one that was about, you know, connecting to your past lives. And it was similar, Mm. like you're going down the stairs and you go through a garden and it's like, you're kind Mm. of go up this winding thing. And um, Mm. I connected to past life information there. And then I had a past life reading with another reading and it was very, very similar. So it just validated within me that like, oh yeah, like we can connect to this if we set our intention to yeah mm-hmm. so, totally yeah totally it's not it's not as far away as you might think I think as well no. because I've never felt like I had such a, a like a specific gift as you guys do to really connect to spirit like just like that I feel like it's a very gradual thing for me so even just doing that that meditation was so helpful yeah just yeah, to like that. connect that little bit more yeah. So, yeah so it's almost like maybe like that's all you have to do to like get there yeah yeah, maybe I just need to do meditation. That's it. I always view all this as just a remembering. It's always been there. It's just like we forgot. Mm. And then we yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Because it feels like truth in your bones when you're mm-hmm. with it and in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and I feel like spirit is like, is here. Like, I think they're mm-hmm. here, but I think it's just in a different, uh, like, frequency or vibration. And we can't, we yeah. can't see just on the see other that. side. Yeah. They're just, yeah. it's like so close. They're so close. Yeah. yeah and when you're thinking and everything is so noisy like no wonder we can't hear them because yeah. they're not on that mm. frequency yet like it's like you... I think you say like tuning into a radio yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean and I like I would literally physically hear voices mm-hmm. I think too and I always just thought it was me and I was highly imaginative or like I was seeing I'd meet somebody and I'd like say like say if I just met you randomly like maybe I'd like see somebody who was your mom in my head or I'd see different yeah. things about that but like I wouldn't dare say anything because I'd be like what the hell is this right yeah. yeah and it just one day it was just like I think I'm going to say something and this actually mm-hmm. happened before my dad passed so it was like it was happening gradually for me too mm-hmm. yeah I would, and I it was just like gradually as when well. he passed yeah. it was like okay here we are and it, it didn't it just all flooded in um but yeah, yeah I think that we probably you know have been gradually opening up for our whole lives I think it's so. interesting because you met you mentioned a few times like somebody was like I know I feel like you're like this or you're like this like your mom said that to you your friend said that to you I said that to you upon meeting you for the first time and I really think that's something there too like I think that we all recognize each other in a way or feel yeah. it definitely yeah. if you're from that world I think that definitely you know, like when somebody else is yeah. even if they don't say anything you just like I know that person is yeah yeah ah, yeah. yeah it's interesting <laughs> so do you guys find like I know for me I kind of connected to this like I've always been somebody that like I'll be like standing at the bus stop or I'll be doing something and random people just talk to me and like just talk to me and they're like 
they're like, oh my God, I don't even know why I said all that to you. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, that's been me my whole life. Do you find that in your life too? Like, are you just that person sometimes that people feel comfortable with? Yeah. Yeah. But whenever I, when I went to drama school in London, my friend would always say that my, my bedroom was her like, she, she was like there's just such a calm energy in here mm. she was like I can't explain it like I went when I walk through this doorway it just feels like instantly oh. calm and I think you create um like a space around you which is safe for people to come in and I think that's definitely why I've then gravitated towards tarot and spiritualism mm-hmm. and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff like because I already had that that space that made people feel comfortable yeah. like you know when people end up coming up to you randomly and telling you their life story it's like you create an uh, feel safe, safe. They feel comfortable yeah the energy yeah. feels yeah. safe even if they're not like consciously aware of what they're doing they're mm. just like magnet in a way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and I think that goes back to like I because I've always believed that kind of like those of us that are sensitive this way we always have been because I often tell people like it's not about learning how to open per se because I think maybe mm-hmm. you're always open when you're energy yeah. sensitive yeah. you just don't realize it it's more about like consciously like choosing to open and close open and close yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's and a lot of people will stay closed their whole life out of out of fear I think out of fear and you know I think if I if I'm if I'm afraid somebody who is like into it and does tarot and stuff like how must it feel to be not in that world and mm. and not understand it or come from a different culture where it's not accepted like yeah it's 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 difficult I think but I think what's meant to be will be and like you'll find yourself in the right circles to be able to open up to that yeah exactly and not everybody is going to be into this and that's okay too okay too you know reading a book um by an author called Gary Renard and he wrote a book that Aaron and I I talked about last week I think the Mm. disappearance of the universe I finished that one I'm on the next one which is called the lifetimes when Jesus and Buddha were friends. Oh, and wow. I love it so much. So it just talks about like how. Um, yeah, because I've heard that of, too. There's souls that like orbit around with each other, you know, and yeah. we just find each other over and over and over again. And I think that's like what our soul family is. Like when you just mm-hmm. like, you know, because I found that about you guys. And there's a like, handful of other people where I just meet and I'm like, oh, like there's just, I don't know, like a familiarity. It's like a yeah. comfortability. Comfort, like, oh, yeah. okay. Let's, I know. I remember you somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. I was yeah. like yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking the first time doesn't feel like talking the first time. It feels like you're catching up. Yes. yes. And yeah. it just, you come together and it's just like very comfortable. Um, yeah. So I was interesting because I was yeah. like just reading about that yesterday. I think it's cool. I mean, I've always told Alex, like I, in the beginning when we, we even first started dating, there was this like very familiarity with us and mm. we both felt like we were finishing something that we didn't get to finish before. Wow. That. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you've met, do you think you met before in a past life or do you know that? Oh, Alex and I, yes. I don't know how, I don't know what the connection would be, but I definitely feel it. I definitely feel I had and I've told this on the podcast before, but I had the wildest dream. I think it was like so, so vivid. And and if I could draw what I was (laughs) seeing, it would be phenomenal because it almost felt like I had this dream where Alex and I were very clearly in another life together. And then I was really sad because we had to leave. 
we had to depart. And I remember like at that time, and it was like he died. And I woke up crying. I woke up like in tears. That's never happened to me where I'm like waking up in tears from a dream. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to cuddle with my cat. I'm going to go back to bed. It's still like five in the morning. I've got time to sleep. Went back to bed. The dream began again. And we were, it's like we came together again and we were about to walk into this pool together. We were like also totally naked, which was kind of, right? I don't know what that means, but anyways, (laughs) maybe TMI. But the, where we were, it was almost like we were, I could see like the planets, the, there was like the, the ground that we were on was like glass. So I could like see through it. It was almost like I could see clouds, but I could see stars and I could see the planets. It was just like, there were lots of pinks and so colorful. And then we walked into this pool together and I woke up and I thought, <laughs> I didn't, I was not taking drugs the night before. Like, right? Yeah. You know? Cause that's a, that's a, that's a pretty trippy dream. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. short, long answer uh, to your question. Yes. Interesting. That's that's like you're on a whole different planet as well. It doesn't even sound like you're. Like, that's what I'm Earth. saying. It felt like we were in spirit, wherever that is, or some in some different reality. I know mm-hmm. we've talked before about like how we think in linear terms, mm-hmm. but like really, I we we kind of agreed that we thought everything's more like holographic. Yeah, it's not linear. It's so not like linear. again, going back to that book I'm just reading, talking about how like everything is literally happening at the same time. So when we dream, we're just dreaming about something that we're doing happening. somewhere else. <laughs> like somewhere different time. Realm. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, like this is the kind of stuff I love to read because it's like, yeah. and then I spend yeah. the whole day thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. But yeah. who knows? Have you, have you ever had those dreams where you wake up and you felt like you've slept like an hour and actually, you know, you've been asleep for like 10 yes. hours or something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a really weird, I, I, I got, I got like a crystal called Moldavite. I don't know if you know yeah. Moldavite. It's like quite a rare crystal. You can only get like really tiny, tiny. What does it look it. like? What does it look like? Is it? It's, it's, I've got it here. It's, it's green. So it's oh, like okay. see-through think... green color. And I mean, I'll show you how tiny it is. It's so, so small. It's like that big. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I put it, I put it under my pillow because they were like, you know, you, you'll have like some really trippy dreams if you yeah. put this under your pillow. And I felt like I'd slept like an hour that night. And I remember I was just in like a, a pool of water and I was just moving around on all these little platforms, but I, I had no idea where I was. Like there was nobody else around. Like it was just, jumping from platform to platform and I woke up and I was like I don't feel like that was a dream that was like me on a different plane all yeah like, you were where like I was. whoa I, I was skipping like timelines I don't know what I was what I was doing but Astral. yeah I've never I've never Astral. put it under my pillow again yeah yeah did you say you're never putting that under your pillow again never <laughs> never <laughs> So strange. I was like, I want to sleep. I actually want to sleep. I actually want to sleep. I don't want to time travel. Or not time yeah, travel, like astral travel, I guess. I yeah, am I so well. Time. I'm very curious. I'm gonna get Moldavite and I'm gonna put it under my pillow. Yeah, I think I'm oh going my to go for it too. And then we'll I've had experiences that. like with astral projection. And then Emily, I really want to hear about your ghost story. So I don't know how what we're doing for time, but I just want to hear at least like one. Um, but I've had experiences with astral where I literally felt like I was coming out of my body. And then yeah. I could feel myself just being sucked back, back in, in and it back startled up. Yeah. That's and what that doesn't I happen often. Like. 
yeah when I came oh, when I go. came back to my sleep you know that those dreams when you fall and you just go like yeah 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 is that what that is like do you think those falling dreams are that or no even when you're falling asleep and you're laying there and you're like you're probably asleep but you don't even realize you've fallen asleep because yeah and then all of a sudden you go and you like jolt like that like what is that Is there it feels like you're coming back into like, your body, doesn't it? It does. There's some scientist out there who's like, oh, it's definitely this. This is what your brain does. And I don't Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah. And they'll be like, shut up, you woo-woo people. Yeah, I've just always wondered, like, what is this? Is it like I mean, a, it could be, reaction? right? Because like, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're just mm-hmm. going like into your body. Yeah. Okay, that's but tell, like tell, us tell us this story. haunted apartment oh that you had, which I'm very envious about. Yes, so oh, I, I hope it was positive. <laughs> oh yeah, this this one was actually really positive, really and like I I feel like the way it ended was actually really like a really nice ending mm. as well. So so I was living in this flat, and it was the same flat that my the the friend who was like your room is really comforting that that was the flat I was living in in London, mm-hmm. and there was like a couple of times I felt like someone was standing in my doorway and I'd look up and no one would be there and I'd just be like oh maybe it's just a shadow or something and it happened a couple of times and then there was one night that me and my other four housemates were all stood in our tiny little kitchen we were all students so I think we were making like a meal together or something and um, I saw someone walk down the hallway like clear as day like a figure in a white shirt really long dark hair walking down the hallway like I'm like that going for the podcast yeah he was like bouncing up and down he was like bouncing up and down like this and he was kind of walking down the hallway and it was it was like he was on a mission like he was just going straight down this hallway like he yeah and it was so clear like that the I could see everything that I was so sure that somebody was in the flat like I was like who is that and I looked around and counted I was like okay you're here you're here you're here I'm here there's nobody else here who is that so I yeah. didn't say anything at the time to my housemates because I didn't want to freak them out because I'd yeah, always yeah. been interested in that, but I, d- I didn't want them to you didn't panic. Want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of looked around the flat afterwards and just checked that nobody had like, no intruder had got in, but the doors were locked, everything like, you know, there's nobody there. Yeah. Um, and it took me a few months to like build up the courage to actually tell them what I'd seen. And one of my other housemates was like, I've seen the same thing. I was gonna ask. Walk, yeah. Oh, walking down the hallway, a, a person in a long black cloak, long dark hair, and I'd get the same thing of what I get in the readings of like someone coming around my coming shoulder in. and Ooh, it was like, yeah, it was like they were constantly trying to get my attention, but I I had no idea why, and it didn't feel. But weirdly, it didn't feel like aggressive or yeah. negative in any way. Like it just felt like they were just going about their business. He was just there. Yeah. He was just he, he was just there. So anyway, I went to see my medium friend, um, Shy, who I knew from college, who told Shy. me that I've got medium. Yeah, big up Shy. Um, so yes, yeah, so I went to see her, and um, she told me who who he was. He was this um guy who used to work in the fields in that area of London when it was just fields there was nothing there yeah. there was no houses or anything and he died in in the fields um, and his name was Elijah and he just really liked the energy of the house because there was four women there and he liked the feminine energy and I reminded him of his sister and that's why he was constantly trying to get my attention and like come around wow. my shoulder and stuff because he was just very protective yeah. and after she told me that the energy just felt like really it, it was almost like he'd kind of gone oh thank you so much like you've you actually got the told message why I'm the here. message got across 
yeah yeah but he was very mischievous he used to he once like threw um like um a, a toothpaste tube at my friend when she was in my bathroom it was like a t- toothpaste tube that like fell off the you've been the... here for too long yeah she was, he was like who are you yeah but there was loads of like but lovely things I feel like he was just very he's just very warm and protective and that was oh, like brother. a lovely a lovely energy yeah definitely yeah definitely wow. yeah and I've, I've had some experiences which weren't as positive as that but that one was one that really kind of opened me up a lot more as well to realize that not every spirit that's trying to get your attention is is a negative thing a lot of the time they're just curious and they want to just want to know what you're yeah, doing or they have and, like a message yeah. to to get across yeah yeah a lot of yeah. um space I watched this mm. show called Kindred Spirits, which you you guys might like. I I love it. I quite enjoy it. It's with um, Amy Bruni, Bruni and Adam Barry. And um, anyways, they go into these homes and they almost do these like they investigate and they find out what is the the cause of the the issue. Like why are these maybe spirits causing like negative energy or like what's going on and they, and a lot of the times they find out that it's like they have a message to get across they just need to say mm-hmm. something and the end it just and then it calms that reminds yeah. me of when we talked about um the sixth sense and how like really yeah. they just, once the people like stop being afraid Mm-hmm. and just ask them what they wanted they just left they just they wanted just to get a message across yeah. yeah well it's interesting when i first started seeing alex I and I still I still feel this this way, um, but I I really felt like there was a male an older male energy in the home, and I would say to him, I was like, I think you have like an older man old man you're living with you. He was like, Stop, mm-hmm. don't say that. But I would really physically like I would feel him. Um, but since I've we like moved in, I've moved in. I don't feel him anymore, um, and I almost oh. felt like this older gentleman. I don't feel like it's like related. To, he's related to Alex but um was was looking after him Aww. yeah no he has you and he doesn't he doesn't need to be like because yeah. it was like always just like who are you yeah like mm. who's this who's this person in your bed i'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh who's sleeping next to you i just need to know <laughs> that's all it felt yeah what are your intentions Aaron? yeah you- yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Aww. that's funny that's like a father figure it's quite sweet yeah that's what it felt like so but very cool very cool very cool this has been fun um yeah. thank you so much for coming on and and sharing all these cool experiences yeah thank you um, emily thank you we will definitely you. give you um like well in the we'll get we'll give you credit like we'll we'll tell we will put all your information we'll yeah you. yeah yeah so while we, before we yeah. end, um, are we good with pulling a card? I've already pulled my card. Um, yeah. But we can. Yeah, this is exciting because Emily's going to pull a card too. Yes. So and we'll just give a quick, like, so little, this is what this Ooh, is. Oh, that's a good one. Is that your go-to this deck? Is, my, is that your go-to yeah, one? Yeah. This is the one I use for all my readings. When I first started, I used the, the Rider Waite. This was mm-hmm. my main deck. But I really resonate with this one because it's all it's similar designs to yeah. the Rider yeah. Waite. So it's a modern witch tarot deck. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just think it's really inclusive as well. I was going to say it's more inclusive. It's not just, it's not like this white. Is it men as well as women? Yeah. yeah. 
Say that is again, there sorry. males as well as female in there, witches? It feels very non-binary to me, okay. this mm. deck. Yeah, it just feels mm. like it's like an... It, I, I, often you don't know if it is a man or okay. a woman. It, it feels very kind of... Like yeah, like, yeah. I like yeah. Very... Um, really cool. Okay. Oh, I've had two oh. cards fly out immediately. <laughs> I pulled an oracle card, so you maybe you guys go first. Ooh. Let's see, I'm just trying to find it. Um, I guess maybe I'll give my one card and then Emily and then Erin. So yeah. I pulled from the Light Seers Tarot. Yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. And um, we've got the two of wands. Ooh. Yeah. That's a cool image, isn't it? Isn't it cool? I like it. She's like looking out the window. There's a globe. She's got like oh, a I like little, that. Yeah. I think it's like a photo or something of a, a Volkswagen um, van, which I like too. Um, oh. Yeah. She's kind of like. Volkswagens always make me think of she's my She's dreaming. Okay. This makes me feel like she's daydreaming intuitively. So we're kind yeah. of like teaching people how to intuitively read cards so here she's like looking at the window you know she's got her like I think this is something she dreams of traveling mm -hmm. maybe around the world and she's just kind of like you know daydreaming about it and this card um really has to do with um you know planning future and making process mm -hmm. progress sorry um but it very much feels like it's time to take action and to turn those dreams into reality. So um, it's interesting because at the beginning we talked about like getting out of the comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. And this card, um, literally one of the used, words that used in the guidebook was um, comfort zone and versus new realities or dreams versus reality. Uh, sorry, the last one I meant was new adventures, comfort zone and new adventures. So this is really a, an initiatory kind of card. Um, it's about making the shift, making the move, the time is now baby yeah. steps is what I hear intuitively mm. just start like getting more clear on what is is it that you want what are those plans what are those dreams and then just making some sort of small baby step towards that so there's like a a, a phrase or something that talks about like you know um plan goals without action is a dream or Mm, yeah I don't know what the yeah, thing is okay. but that's what's coming to my mind as I speak to you so it's just about asking us to like take that step mm -hmm. from dream into reality does that make mm -hmm. sense for you guys yeah. Emily as a as a more proficient um uh tarot reader the two of wands <laughs> does that sound right that was a perfect perfect explanation okay. like everything you said I was like yeah yeah yes, yes, yes. okay um yeah, yeah. The, the ones always feel like really hopeful to me it's like it's mm -hmm. like that kind of like I can see where I want to be but now I need to set my plans in place in order to get there so yeah yeah, yeah I you love said earlier ones. that the two is like represents intuition like on the journey yeah oh it's true yeah you did say that and your gut instinct yeah yes yeah. and so that's really that. I, I think that's part of this too right it's like what are those things that you intuitively want to do you you do have the answers you know what to do yeah you, you can have it now it's just about making some progress it feels really yeah. hopeful she looked really hopeful looking out the window too like she wasn't unhappy yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And the fact that she's got life. the globe there, that feels yes. like it's like I want to go on an adventure. Like adventure. there's so much world to see. There's mm -hmm. so much Absolutely. things I want to do. I'll just bring the card up. Yeah. So there's a globe and then there's a picture on the ground that looks like it's like a Volkswagen. Yeah. Band. Travel. Maybe she wants places. to travel, right? And she's just yeah. like, you're not done do yet. Yeah. Mm. I want to do all these things. How am I going to do them? Mm -hmm. mm. Love yeah. that. I love that too. Cool. 
Okay. That's that's the okay. message for this week is go get them, Tiger. Go get them. Go get them. <laughs> Emily, what what did what did you was it similar? Well, no, I actually got I got cups. So I got like I, I got two cards. So I'll I'll cool. tell I mean I'll I'll try and tie them together. But the, the first card that came out was a four of cups. Okay. Yeah. Um and the four of cups is about saying no to the things um, mm. that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like she's got like three cups sat in front of her and she's got her arms folded and she's been offered another cup. So there's an opportunity coming towards her, but she's saying no for whatever reason. It's almost like she's got too much on her plate already yeah, yeah. or she's saying no, she's setting that boundary. Um, mm. So I feel like it might be a message to a lot of us that we don't have to do everything. everything. We don't have to say yes to everything sometimes it's important for us to set the boundary um just so that we don't become overwhelmed as well um mm. but then because it came out beside the two of cups I felt like it was like um I felt like it was connected to relationships because the two of cups is it's quite a romantic card there's like two people coming towards each other and they're bringing their cups together um so I feel like it might be this might be for someone who's listening that's getting into some kind of new relationship relationship. and maybe it's about setting the boundaries in that relationship early on Uh, um so I've got another two as well that's interesting isn't it because you got you got the two of ones yeah and I can see how those might relate to this like maybe it's about like we have these dreams and maybe they're not coming to reality because we do need to set some boundaries around it or um start saying no to some things that don't align with that goal or that dream Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. I need to listen to that one for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boundaries. I was saying, Alex is like, you keep saying boundaries, 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 boundaries. I'm like, boundaries are very important. We all have to have boundaries. (laughs) We don't have enough in this world. We don't have enough. I think it's something we're always we're always learning, right? Yeah. Um, I pulled an oracle card from. I felt like the Gateway of Light activation by Kyle Gray. I love that deck. I use that deck for all of my higher self readings. Whenever I do a higher self reading, I always use that deck. That's the only deck I use for it. And it's so. I don't have that one. It's it's like look at the images. It's really good. You'll like it. I pulled um, Merkaba. Merkaba. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Activation, which is beautiful with all the colors, and it says transcendence, Mm. ascension. You are rising up. So it's just interesting because we're talking about opportunities. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Coming in into it in our way. Um, I just wanted to to read it briefly, like what it says in the guidebook. Um, it says the Hebrew Merkaba or Merkava means chariot or vehicle. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, so I apologize. Um, vehicle. Uh, oh my God, that's interesting. Vehicle. I, I just made the note of that <laughs> to bring it up because there's a there's a vehicle in the picture. And right? it's commonly a- yeah. And it's commonly associated with the prophet Ezekiel's vision of angels traveling on or in spheres of light. In ancient Egypt, mer means light, ka means spirit, and ba means body. When these three words are put together, the idea is that light engulfs the spirit and body, and there is an opportunity to rise up. Wow. I'm just, there's so much, but the symbol of the Merkaba is a star of. Oh, some Tet- of the word tetrahedron sorry <laughs> is the star tetrahedron i'm like oh that's i know that word why can't i say it um the eight-pointed star is simply the three-dimensional extension of a hexagon a symbol that is strongly associated with the hebrew and egyptian mystery schools 
That's really, really cool. While we are having a human experience, it creates a portal into the divine matrix so that we can connect with guidance and walk the path of light. Mm, so, cool. so interesting. I feel like all of those are really connected with they like are. light and intuition. Intuition. Like, fit in perfectly with this. Uh, leaving, leaving the comfort zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. With ascension, transcendence. It's like. We, we talked about this too at the beginning, right? There's. Um, there's growth in being uncomfortable, right? Or, mm-hmm. and and also when you use Emily used the word overwhelmed, I I think you said overwhelmed, possibly overwhelmed with choice or with boundary, and I felt that with the card I pulled as well, like almost when you get stalled because you don't have direction or you or are overwhelmed. Um, so it's just about getting a bit more clear on, and and you yeah. get that clarity through boundaries through saying no to things that don't align with you. And then it gives you more clarity, right? So that's that's how you would turn the dream into a reality. Maybe that's yeah. the first step is by getting mm-hmm. more clear on what it is I, that I want. How do I make that happen? Boundaries, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. What's so interesting, because I put, I did like a card pull this week. I usually do like a weekly card pull. Um, and it was all about that. It, like okay. most of the cards were all about um like growth go for it now is the time trust your intuition um mm-hmm. there was a lot of of energy about you know supporting all yeah of yeah and you know then we talk about like the the portal the yeah. other day that people talk about the 22222 yeah. right um i know that like when i at the beginning of the month put out the the car the the card and the keywords for february that i pulled before it was the new life card um it was all about these these things right like serendipity making things happen intuition high energy so i feel like the the energy of february anyways is supporting us to to rise to move right. forward and it's yeah. it, these cards are kind of giving some guidance on how do we do that like how do we better able yeah. Mm-hmm. use this oh. energy to our benefit make things yeah. happen yeah because right now maybe we're overwhelmed mm-hmm. maybe we're overwhelmed with choice I know I am sometimes well I don't know about you guys but all this makes sense to me for right now yeah for my life personally for my life personally collective. like yeah <laughs> right now it just makes sense so maybe our, our listeners also will mm-hmm. feel uh very connected to what we're saying and resonate with this as well yeah, I love well, this. Doing a reading together is really cool. Like, because you get like cool. something from from all angles. I think it's, it's interesting. Yeah, and I think it's like really this. cool because and then the, in Erin, I have found this when we do this every week. You know, we will pull a card, give guidance. They they're different cards, but there's like something. There's a thread. It's always a connection. Connected. Always a thread. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I talked. I don't know if I talked about this off air or on, but like after the fact when I do part card pulls or when I talk about things, then I'll notice like other accounts saying the same thing. Or it's it's like we all, like the other day I talked about anxiety briefly in a story and I had like 10 people message me and go, please, can you talk more about that? Because that is mm. something that I'm, that's happening right now, like this week, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just True. find that's like the beauty mm-hmm. of like spiritual communities. And I think it like it's really validating to me because it makes me feel... I know it, but it validates in the moment. We're all kind of connecting from the same source. The same source, yeah. So of course we're going to be getting similar kind of messaging with a di- different phrasing, a different way to say it from a different angle, right? Because we're all individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that would make sense, but yeah, there's like a common thread, and I really love it. I think it's a beautiful thing. No, I totally agree. It, it is validating yeah. and very confirming when you see that. Yeah, it's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all tapping into the same thing here. Yeah. Yeah, it helps me trust in that thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the proof we need as well. You guys are both Capricorns, aren't you? So like, I feel like <laughs> earth signs, we need, we need a bit of, we need to see it a few <laughs> times before we go, okay, right. <laughs> and my moon really is know. like you, I'm a Libra moon. So yeah, uh, and I earn a Capricorn moon. So maybe I'm just like, I'm the blending of both of, of you. The, of the both. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but stuck on earth. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. But you're also yeah. so like, <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm you're not kidding. like because Erin is like all like her big three are all Capricorn. It's not that wild. I don't think I've ever met anyone who has thing. a sun, moon, and rising at the same thing. I haven't. But I feel like it's, it's, what you see is what you get. Like it's, it's all like there's nothing to hide. I well, I don't know. I don't know if that's <laughs> me. I mean, even when I was a kid, I was so quiet, and I still am a little bit quiet until you get to know me, and then you can't get me know. to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I never have had my chart read, so maybe I should do that. Yeah, because some people will say like Capricorns are kind of like, you know, like I had a reading and somebody was like, oh, you know, like it's just surprising you're a Capricorn being a medium, and I'm like, is it? Like I don't know, and I I don't know. I think that people just kind of associate that with like air or fire, maybe or maybe even water. Like I think Capricorn might have like a little bit of a. Um, a reputation of being kind of like I don't know I keep hearing the word Earth stodgy <laughs> you know just kind of like you know like let's get stuff done this is it I'm not yeah like that, though. I'm not like that yeah. and that's why I never resonated with being a Capricorn and it was so helpful for me to learn that oh okay there, that's that Libra moon coming out right I, I definitely aspects. Um, yeah because because the moon is your emotion right like your inner world mm-hmm. and that's who I am because my inner world is my outer world so mm-hmm. I kind of think of, of my Capricorn son as like an aspiration of like who I kind of evolve into being by using my Virgo rising, right? By getting my SHIT together. Because yeah. <laughs> my Libra moon does not have SHIT together. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I see it. It's like, it's like a journey. It's like, okay. And like at the root of it, I'm like that Libra moon. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the rising is like how I drive the, the ship, steer the ship to get to the yeah. sun is that a good interpretation yeah. emily yeah i think so okay. i think so i think i feel like the earth is a really good element for both of you as mediums because it brings everything down to earth like it makes that's everything. literally what I we feel said like, in our, our, yeah, in our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 bring it literally bring it down to earth because i think i think it can be like very woo woo for a lot of people and they don't really understand it so i feel like that earth element that you've got in your charts is actually really helpful Mm, it's so funny it's like we look so because we made our intro we used all those words like taking Mm. the woo woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth yeah it's probably because i've listened to it so many times i've listened to it i know it's just so funny that's exactly maybe that's our mission here you know like maybe yeah i don't know yeah i I always felt like i had a more down-to-earth approach with readings yeah it doesn't have to be all like I, I don't have to be always up here. No, we can yeah. do both. Yeah. How do we bring this like into our life and make it like realistic and practical? Like, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, this has been lovely, ladies. I think yeah. we've been talking a long time. Um, Emily, thank you so much. This was just oh, an absolute pleasure. No, honestly, and, I could sit here all day talking to you both. It's I know. Well, we'll have to have you back on because I want to hear more yeah. of those ghost stories. Yeah. Oh my God, I've got so many. <laughs> oh, maybe we can do an, or like a whole episode about ghost stories or something. I think yeah. we should. People love that stuff. Yeah. 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 I think we yeah. should. Think well, so. Emily, where can people find you? 
so know, you can find me uh sure so my um website is uh soulsistertarot.com you can also find me on instagram and tiktok and twitter and facebook all under soul sister tarot um amazing are you doing anything exciting (laughs) anything that you want to plug and so i do my tarot scopes every month which i know you guys um you guys like them um so i'll do um a reading for every sign so it's like a like a horoscope um but with tarot um and yeah we'll give some messages for the collective um for each sign nice very cool yeah if you're interested in that um it's like a you know an extra level to like a a horoscope because you're also giving a tarot message and you're intuitively channeling so i find them fabulous i tune in every month um yeah definitely go check those out yeah check it's such value in what you're putting out there so yeah you have such a calm presence emily and i mean like you said with your apartment (laughs) Um, but you do you really really do and you have you're so approachable and the way that you have like you share your messages on your instagram and on your social media feeds it's so like relatable and just like easy to understand and i feel like yeah thank you for everything that down you to did. earth too very down to earth as thank well you. yeah thank you that's my virgo moon coming through oh i was just gonna say you, you've got earth in your big three yeah okay. yeah yeah i've got virgo moon in there so that makes yeah. sense it keeps the air fine all of blend grounded because i've got the yeah. virgo and capricorn what is your well, rising? yeah so my rising's uh, aquarius Oh, okay. a little bit kooky a little bit weird which is actually yeah. that's probably the actor side of me so I come a little bit a little bit off the wall sometimes <laughs> the, only, the only Aquarius I have in my whole chart is in Venus Ooh, I think Aaron you said that too don't you yeah have I have Aquarius yeah, yeah I think Aquarius it's in my Venus, Venus. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I like Aquarius Venus because I feel like it's like it's like you your, your relationships are unconventional like they're often like a little bit different and yeah I love Aquarius I think they're such interesting people particularly Aquarius sons my brother's an Aquarius son and he's a Virgo moon as well which is so weird whoa sister yeah that's cool you know know what I was uh, doing my charts like charts for my kids and my Mm. I have three and the two boys um both are so the middle the middle child my oldest son is a, a Libra moon like me cool and then his rising I think is Sagittarius but my youngest is a Libra moon and a Virgo rising like me. So I've got two boys that are both Libra moon like me. But doesn't your moon sometimes relate to your mother or how you? It does. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. how, how, yeah. So how you grew up and like how, your birthing experience as well, apparently, it can relate to that. So if it was like an, if they're an Aries moon, it might be like a quick birth, like really fast. Oh. <laughs> or if it's Scorpio, it might be quite intense and like a really long labor. So yeah it can relate to the birth and it's very really well. cool because my so my daughter is a Pisces sun and a Pisces moon and a Libra mm. rising and so I, I don't know what that says about my birthing with her but I can see how maybe the Pisces experience with me like where she's a Pisces night maybe um with that intuitive side but I don't know that was the longest hardest birth ever that Pisces <laughs> birth. Was it? it was 26 wow. hours long oh my god wow the boys were like wow. the, the middle this is like way off topic but the middle was yeah. like eight hours no we were talking youngest, about fertility so the youngest was two yeah 
<laughs> two hours. Two hours. Two hours. That last he was. Time. He was just True. out. He just came right out. He was eight days late. Yeah. Though his birthday's tomorrow. Actually, he's. Oh uh, my god! Well, happy early, yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. Happy and birthday. hers. My my daughter's is on Sunday. Happy yes. birthday! Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, those Pisces Pisces. birthday weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those Pisces babies. But yeah. Oh, you're gonna funny. be busy this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Don't remind me. No, you know what though? I intuitively, I don't know if you guys feel this way. And like maybe we can this might tap into like saying no or setting boundaries too. Because for me, um, sometimes I intuitively feel like I'm gonna need this time off. Aaron and I have talked about this before. I intuitively felt like I need the first week of March off. So I, I booked it off. Book it off. So I'm not working next week. Um I feel like I need I'm gonna need that downtime and like to catch up on some things that I haven't had time for. Yeah. All that kind yeah. of stuff. But um, I do that too. Do you do that? Sometimes you just feel like I need to block this part of my calendar off. Yeah. 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 I definitely do that. I think is yeah, I, I find always something comes up as well. Yeah. Boundaries. If I want to say yes or no, whether I want to do yes. that thing. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's coming back to that card that I pulled earlier. Yeah. I said the same thing. It, it always makes sense in time. Why we why you have that time off it's true something mm-hmm. happens or you get sick or you're tired or you know there's just something mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. I gave you a heads yeah. up and I think it's it's just one of those instances where you know you can the more that you trust your intuition you can see how your intuition is working for you mm-hmm. helping you out 100%. yeah always Absolutely. yeah okay ladies ah thank this you so fun so, so, so much fun. this is thank a blast you. thank you thank you guys oh, thank you If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual.